need to know, um, know what you want from your employee, your employer, whether it's about promotions or visibility, whether it's about medical benefits. Uh, you might just want some set hours, some set work hours or respectful um, workplace. You want to be respected. Um, just simply, sometimes you might not even want additional responsibilities. So know what you want uh, from your employer. Uh, today, I'm just going to ask the question, are you happy in your stagnant position? Are you happy? You know, you might just say, well, yeah, this <laughs> from this particular employer, this is all I want and be uh, very clear on why you are going in or working from home or whatever it is. A dead end job is one where, where you really don't see any opportunity for growth. There's no foreseeable promotions or added responsibilities. And you say, well, is that really what I want? No, <laughs> I, I want to be at peace. And this job affords that for me, right? That's what I can get from this particular employer. So this is the Better You Leadership Podcast. It's an ongoing journey to become better leaders. Ultimately, when women put some of these tips, these techniques, and these tactics in place, they're going to build their skills and their leadership capacity. This podcast teaches women the nuances of personal development with the intent for them to earn more respect and more revenue. So every week, uh, my name is Angela M. Odom. Every week I show up here, I'm a proven leader. I'm going to offer some insights uh, to help you on your journey. And know that I'm always rooting for you. I'm rooting for you because I want you to be a more trusted leader, more trusted leader. So today's topic is, it's all about the question, are you happy in your stagnant uh, position? Are you in a job where there is no obvious way to earn a promotion unless you, you know, let somebody die, unless they retire, unless they quit? If that's working for you, then bravo, way to go. If it's not working for you, then uh, what are you going to do about it? Do you find it difficult to leave the job? You know, are you like afraid to go to a brand new job, a brand new position, start something new? I don't know what it might be for you. And I, but I just need you to know I'm not judging you, I'm simply asking you the question. I want you to be intentional about what you're doing and why you're doing it. When you don't want to quit, but promotion seems far and few in between, uh, there's a few things you can do. You start by making sure that, you know, you just don't stop growing. That's where you might want to start. It's like, okay, what else can I do? All right. Something that's going to come if that's your intention. So you can go to networking events, uh, stay in contact with friends and former coworkers. You can look for new projects at work and volunteer uh, for causes that are meaningful to you. You can, uh, you know, thereby increase your chance for opportunity to knock and you'll be ready to answer when it does. Uh, so I served in the army for 27 years and can I, I can't believe that I've been retired for six, like retire, retired <laughs> for six. And what I find is um, people will reach out to me and say, hey, I have this opportunity. Do you want to participate? Do you want to do this? You will make some extra money. They say things like that. Uh, hey, we need you to do a, can you come and speak here? Can you come and talk to these people? And uh, if I want to, if it works for me, if it works for my family, if it works in my the big scheme of things, then I say yes. 
right? And I understand that I'm not um, common, right? That's not a common occurrence. So I want you to be intentional and just understand why you are in that position if it's not really working for you long-term. I, um, over the last, what, maybe just a few months, I've had two separate uh, nephews <laughs> to, one graduated from um, uh, a four-year college and one just joined uh, the United States Army. I'm so proud of both of them. And so me, uh, being the unsolicited advice giver that I am, I did offer them uh, just some words, just my perspective. And to my nephew who just went into the army, I just said to him, if you choose, right, if you choose to uh, remain in the army for another 20 years and you choose that you want to be a command sergeant major, which is the pinnacle of the uh, ranks, the career ranks as an enlisted person, I said, if you want to uh, become a warrant officer, which is a technical um, person, then do that. If you want to become a commissioned officer uh, and retire uh, like your auntie did and in the rank of colonel, then do that. First thing you want to know is you want to do is you want to research, do your research, understand the process, understand what skills are required, and then develop those skills. Don't miss any deadlines. Make sure you get some uh, get to know some people in all these areas. Develop relationships at the same time. Do your job, <laughs> right? Develop yourself. And both nephews, uh, are very respectful young men, and they both said, thank you, TT, right? And you know, I'm from Mississippi, the folks call me TT, T, right? And so I'm just telling you the same thing. Uh, go to those networking events, uh, stay in contact with your friends, your former coworkers, uh, develop relationships outside of your current job. Develop relationships. And not have to be anything, um, you know, outlandish. I'm not talking about going out drinking with folks. Well, you might want to, but I'm just saying it's not necessary. <laughs> so you could be happy with your current status. You know, stagnant, no visible signs of a career path with your current employer, no evidence of upcoming pay raises, et cetera. If you are, then that's okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm certainly not judging you. However, it could be imposter syndrome. You know, you may be afraid, you may be afraid. You may be afraid uh, that uh, your employer, your clients, your peers, your coworkers, uh, your employees, they might see you as a fraud, uh, as someone who is not qualified to serve in a certain position. Uh, an imposter mindset, you know, and, and I'm gonna just tell you this, lots of people at some point feel uncertain about the position they are serving especially if they are brand new to the position. Um, you know, imposter mindset can hold you back, right? It can keep you in your comfort zone. And I'm just telling you right now, it's okay to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Try something new. Uh, an imposter mindset can uh, prevent you from speaking up, stop you from sharing valuable information. If you're in some kind of forum, open forum or in a meeting or something, you might want to just keep it quiet because, ooh, you don't want people to ask the next question, you know, following what you just said to engage with you. An imposter mindset uh, could push you to become belligerent when uh, you feel people are questioning your competence. You've seen those people, at least I have, 
someone questions them on a decision and they're like, ah, you're like, yeah, they're scared because a confident person will simply say, uh, if they don't know, let me get back to you. I get some more information. It's okay. Right. I got it. I got you. <laughs> but a, a person opposite from that will, will be all riled up for no particular reason. Right. And so a post, an imposter mindset could prevent you from making decisions. You could be uh, stalling or, you know, just let me get more information. Sometimes uh, you're just not sure. And it can also, uh, can also make you afraid to ask questions. So uh, are you are you happy in your stagnant position or are you simply caught up in some kind of imposter syndrome, some uh, mindset that you uh, could possibly uh, reach for something new or different. I don't know, right? I don't know. I'm just putting this out there to you. It also, uh, the reason you're in this position could be just a matter of timing in your life. It could be your family, um, your physical health, your mental or emotional health. You might just be tired, right? Uh, you could be building a romantic relationship and you don't want to move or do something different. You're, it's, it's, comf it's comfortable right now and you want to uh, maintain um, things as they are at work so you can focus, right? Uh, you could be completing professional training or maybe you're working on another educational degree. You could have a sick kid or you could have your parents just moved in or, or you've got to travel a little more for family purposes. You might just want to co go to Costa Rica. Who knows? It could be just a matter of timing in your life. I don't want anybody to make you feel bad or you to buy into what you should do to please others. So uh, one thing you could do is develop your career path in your career portfolio. Uh, when I served in the Army, we call this, uh, you know, your get your five year plan ready, you know, have that ready. And so I'm going to talk you through what that might look like and what that might include. Right. So a career portfolio is it's like a collection of your work experience, um, your achievements, your qualifications uh, for whatever uh, position or role you are aiming for. It goes beyond your resume or, you know, a cover letter letter. It's like a, it's in the army. We used to call it my I love you book, like physically had a notebook with all of our um, achievements in it. And so you might want to start something like that. And so you say, well, what, what would I include in my career portfolio? The first thing you want to include is your career goals. This is a nice exercise to do uh, so that um, you just do a checkup on your mind on and what you want, right? And so the first section of the career portfolio uh, might include it's just a, a list of your career goals. Um, and so you're like, well, I don't even know what I want. Well, get someone you trust and talk through it with them, right? Uh, the goals could be focused. Um, they can just show the direction uh, that you want to go with your work and your career. The goals should reveal your ambitions, like hmm, what might I want to do? Um, you can just think about like, where do you want to see yourself in five to 10 years? Is it all about uh, the money? Is it about position? Is it about visibility? Is it about responsibility? Is it about skills? So where do you want to see yourself in five to 10 years? Is another location you want to be in? Just think about those things. And so if, you, if you're an experienced worker, um, you should still include your career goals, even if they focus on improving your existing skills, right? So you might say, you know, I've been doing, I've been at this game a long time, so I'm not about to switch directions. Well, 
you might just want to improve them on on communication or sometimes it's just like maybe you want to improve on technology this thing is going so fast so you might want to do that and you might look at uh, adding skills and accomplishments so this would be like uh, skills for a professional worker it could be skills for um, anything right so each job may uh, give you a new set of skills and allow you to accomplish new things or new projects. Um, this can be skills and accomplishments earned in the workplace. It could be things you learned in uh, school, the last degree you just got, right? Uh, based on the people you were engaging with. It could be uh, uh, anything about additional coursework or training you may have done um, for the job or for uh, your uh, volunteer work, you learn some new skills. And so this could be things that, that you have received recognition for, workshops that you have attended and workshops that you have conducted. So just the accomplishment skills, right? And so you just look at um, things that you've done. And, and you can visually show your work in your career portfolio. If you can do that, then go for that. Um, you know, especially if you're a photographer or architect, if you are a, um, like I just hired a stylist, right? <laughs> just hired a stylist. And so you want to show your work um, when you're doing that kind of thing. So, um, you know, you have references. And what? how do you get references? That is about relationship building. You're building a relationship with people. They know you over time. So your career portfolio should include a list of professional references who can confirm <laughs> this is all about proof, right? Like I trust you, but I need to verify this also. So you want to confirm, be able to confirm the skills and, and achievements that you've outlined in your portfolio. And this can include people who can make testimonials, people who, who have taught you in school, uh, like your profession, uh, professors or community leaders and volunteer. Uh, you might be volunteering or helping people do some things in the community. Um, and then previous employers, right? So those are the types of things you might want to include in there. And literally, you might want to include a timeline, <laughs> a timeline like your age and how long you really want to work. Even if you're you are the owner of the job, the uh, uh, the company yourself, how long do you want to do this? And then over time, based on your age, based on your kids' age, based on your husband's age, your spouse, your 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 boo you know, uh, what are you doing during those timelines and so that you can physically see it. I think it's a great, uh, really good exercise to do. So you could be happy with your current status, stagnant, no visible signs of a career path with uh, your current uh, employer, no evidence of upcoming pay raises, no possibility that you will gain more responsibility. Not saying that gaining more responsibility is a good thing. That's not, let's, let's just be real. <laughs> and sometimes you're in a relationship, um, a romantic relationship or a relationship with uh, parents or someone uh, that you are dependent on for emotional and physical and financial support that will not allow you at this time to do something different. You might have people in your ear that's saying, you know, you can't do that. You might have people in your, in your space that are saying, you're not going to do this. And so we take all of this into uh, account and just think about uh, you might have small pockets of time where you can work on your portfolio, 
where you can dream about what's next, where you can develop relationships, right? You might do that. And so for me, uh, again, when I was in the army, uh, I moved every one to three years to a new location, one to three years, to a new uh, position, one to three years, to sometimes to uh, um, a new uh, country. (laughs) And so uh, one of the things I decided to do was to set a goal to have achieved during that time period. I would just say, you know, while I am, um, why I am at this particular location, I'm at Fort Leavenworth in Kansas uh, for this short period of time. I think I want to uh, work on my abs, work on my runtime, work on my um, physical, uh, mental, emotional ability. I want to establish more relationships. I want to learn a new skill, whatever it might be, right? And so just for you, the same thing uh, over this next year, this next two years, then establish upfront for yourself. Be intentional about what you want to accomplish based on your situation and your environment. And I want you to be safe while you're doing it, right? Real talk. So I want you to go through uh, the exercise of creating a career path and a career uh, portfolio. Why? Why? You know, why? Why do you want me to do that? That's your question. Why? then you will be intentional as you remain stagnant. <laughs> you will be intentional uh, you know, when you decide to do something else. You just won't be like a leaf on a stream or a pond, um, you know, water. You might just floating with uh, the current. You will be intentional about what you do and uh, you know, make your decisions and choices for that. This is part of leading yourself right and that's what we're doing we're leading um we're leading ourselves we're leading others and we're leading organizations so we want to be intentional about uh, what we're doing right we want to be very intentional as opposed to um, just going alone to get along be safe while you're doing it so what we um uh, what we want to be perfectly clear is what we uh repeatedly do that's really who we are. Excellence then is not a habit, but an excellence, not an act rather. Excellence is not an act, but a habit. That's from Aristotle. Um, So guard your habits, your routines, your mindset, and your time. Guard all those things and be very intentional about the direction you're going in your life. We don't get any redos, right? We don't get any any do-overs in this life. So know what you want from your employer. Uh, whether well, it's promotions, visibility, medical benefits, uh, you want set work hours, you want a respectful uh, work uh, place, and really sometimes you just don't want any additional responsibilities. And so just know what you're doing and why you're doing it. <laughs> and I hope that makes sense to you uh, as we move forward. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to invite you to uh, our next round of the Women's Three-Hour Leadership Intensive. It's time for us to, uh, you know, focus on you so that you can lead them. And it's a virtual event um, and it is uh, February 26th. We have 32 days until we do that. It will be from 10 a.m. Eastern time until 1 p.m. Eastern time on Zoom. And that's a Saturday. Um, And so go ahead to uh, uh, Angela Odom 
www.ghostsandmysticsandmagic.com and you get some more information on it. We will uh, definitely look forward to um, working with you on what your big goal is, right? So if you're ready to become a more trusted leader, effective leader, then schedule a, vir uh, schedule a virtual fit session with me. And you simply go to uh, AngelaOdom.com forward slash leadership capacity, leadership capacity. And then you'll set up a time for us to meet uh, virtually again. We'll do it over Zoom. And uh, I'll tell you about the one-on-one the -on -one, uh, coaching program that I have. It's a Become a Better Leader in 100 Days. So the Better You Leadership Podcast is hosted by a proven leader. Um, I'm teaching women the nuances of personal development so that they can earn more respect in, and revenue. I look forward to seeing you um, uh, next week. All right. So next week. And so you can, in the meantime, go to um, go to Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure you go and give uh, the Better You Leadership podcast a rating of five. Five. Nothing else. Don't get cute with me and put anything other than that. Right. Go to wherever you listen to podcasts and give the podcast a rating of five. And then uh, if you've really gotten something out of this, which I'm sure you have, then make sure you actually uh, go subscribe and you um, go ahead and put some good positive words uh, right there so that other people will, will get, uh, get a whiff of this and be able to learn and grow from it. With that said, you all have an amazing day. And again, my name is Angela M. Odom, and I am rooting for you. Take care.